Episode number three. We made it. We made it. We're back. <laughs> My name's Matt Kitchen. And this is Father Eric. And we are After, after the, the Likeness. likeness. <laughs> Glad you guys came back. Uh, yes. It's been a little bit. We were supposed to record three days ago, but I showed up and set everything up, and my computer died, and I didn't have the charger because that's how things work. That's how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, anything exciting happened to you this week, Eric? No, not really. Not too exciting. Um, Pretty normal week. It's been beautiful down here in San Antonio. That's true. Where where we we are. Um, And so, like, I hope if you are down this way, you've been enjoying the weather. But, yeah, just looking forward. Our church has a big spring festival coming up. So, getting ready for that. Yeah, it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, Playing some music, I hear? I heard someone's playing some music. (laughs) I think his name was Matt Kitchen, if I remember. Terrible. (laughs) Why would you get that guy? I know. Seriously. (laughs) He's cheap. I'm not in charge of it. So, you know. But yeah, things have been going well. But I did want to make just a little uh, announcement for our listeners sure. real quick. Just some housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all uh, are, are many dozens of listeners. Um, you guys have uh, seen that our first two episodes came out uh, once each week for two weeks in a row. And we did that just to sort of get our first episodes out there. Some content. Um, yeah, yeah, content. <laughs> and I'm sure all of y'all were sitting around last week like, where I know. is After the Likeness? I when know. is it going to, like, refreshing your, your podcast mm-hmm. app over and over again? Exactly. You didn't see it, and that might have been very disappointing for you. Yeah. So I just wanted to let you know, um, our podcast uh, is going forward. We're recording every other week. That's going to be sort of our regular schedule going forward. So... Don't worry. This week, you'll have your After the Likeness. Next week, you'll just uh, be full of anticipation. Yes. And then the following week, we will put out uh, um, another another episode. So uh, every other week is when to look for us. So I just wanted to let folks know. That. That's a good idea. Our, our fan now knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> so thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, awesome. so uh, what's up with you? Uh, well, I, I have some... I, I, we gotta we gotta get something straight here. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. we talk about housekeeping. I have some I have some church housekeeping. Oh, some church keeping. Yeah. Okay. Church church keeping. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So I know every Sunday. Yeah. Well, um, on Sundays when I can make it, I come to church, <laughs> <laughs> and I see you give these great sermons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, for okay, let's let's stop there for a second. Sure. These sermons. Was, I'm gonna give you guys some inside baseball. I've seen this guy's sermon notes and it is like a beautiful mind it's yeah. like it's like notepad pieces <laughs> of paper it's like matt damon solving the the chalkboard problem in goodwill hunting yeah it looks yeah. like a like a conspiracy theorist bulletin board mm-hmm. as he gives a sermon so first of all how do you even put that together i don't what's yeah. happening there uh you know <laughs> it just it's a uh, a reflection of my mind <laughs> that, that is my, i feel like i see, see your eyes just like darting around to different areas yeah. on the page <laughs> yeah that's right exactly that's right just sort of like uh like a scatter shot sort of put yeah. it all out there and then um uh, just connect the dots as best i can <laughs> as my warped mind leads me through <laughs> through the narrative it's, but no i i use sticky notes is yeah. uh, is what matt's referring to like is there yarn I, is there yarn a lot. sometimes Connecting yeah them? there's yeah. definitely yarn <laughs> some push um, visual person yeah. so i need to like lay them all out a couple ransom notes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of cut up magazines <laughs> mug shots yeah, of a couple people right. here and there. Uh, but it's it's so far it's the best way i can um i can think well, of, of putting just, my sermon together so 
I think eventually it's going to come down to a choice between this and these good sermons. And I need you to go ahead and put all of your time into yeah. this. Okay. Oh yeah. People don't need the sermons. No. Yeah. No. no. The sermons are going to go down the drain. Don't worry. guys. Okay. All, all right. right. So yeah. we're good. I don't, just want to make, yeah, exactly. we got to cross that bridge before we get to it. That's right. Okay? That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The second, the second church keeping item. Yeah. What is, what is going on with the AC in there? What oh, is, what is, okay. First of all, the AC is blasting <laughs> and I feel like I'm in like a Southern church with the, with one of those fans flapping myself. Yeah. I, okay. You mean it's then, hot. It's hot. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, but there's more. Okay. There's please, more to this. Please. So also the AC is just kind of making me feel a little cool maybe, <laughs> but uh-huh. it sounds like there's just like a, a hamster in there who's like yes. been binging on whey protein and Skittles yeah. for the past nine months. Yeah. And he just gets this 47 pound behind on this wheel yeah. that hasn't seen Greece since mm-hmm. World War II. Yeah. And he's... He's just pedaling away, pedaling away, pedaling no, away. It's what very is, true. Our a, what AC is ha- run on hamsters. Okay. That is correct. You perceived oh, well, that correctly. Is it a big 47 pound wheels, hamster? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's actually several. It's teams of hamsters oh, in their wheels. And you know, sometimes see, this is they, more logical. there's good. one that gets competitive and it's like, ah. he's squeaking, <laughs> making that squeak. No, sorry. What Matt is referring to is the fact that we have a squeaky AC unit in our, um, in our church. And unfortunately, <laughs> we accidentally sort of like made it sort of the dominant one last Sunday. So it was like responsible for cooling the whole church. And like, it was not up to the task as he, as you mentioned. And, um, and also it squeaked until it's... about mid service. We were able to figure it out and like adjust the level. So it was like, uh, it, it wasn't all dependent on the squeaky wheel. So ah, see, but, I'm just, I'm just, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know, That's like it, it, it I was it? really just an illustration no grease. of a common parable. Obviously there's yeah. no grease. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to watch yeah. you as you're giving this sermon and all I can just think of is hamsters. I don't, I know, I know we got to get past this. Oh, hamsters are adorable. Though. They are. I feel like they really match. I know an AC guy. Thing. Can we, can we take care of this? Oh yeah. Okay. No, that it, it is. It is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. so for the rest of this episode, we're going to be climbing into the attic and putting grease on our hamster wheels. <laughs> Follow us. Let's take a trip. <laughs> First, after the likeness field trip, yeah, right. <laughs> remote episode. Awesome. Can a can a podcast be a remote episode? Oh, for sure. Are they all remote? I mean, episodes? technically, they are. Yeah, yeah, I don't live here. Like, we're on location. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, today we are uh, we're talking about. Well, we we've been in the Old Testament and mm-hmm. kind of started in the beginning, yeah. obviously. And uh, so we're we're kind of thinking, hey. Why don't we go to the beginning of the New Testament instead? Yeah. We've we've spent so much time talking about things that happened. Uh, what is it? Nineteen gazillion years ago? Yeah, is that approximately. Pro- okay, yeah. and <laughs> so we thought we'd go to something that's a little bit more measurable in time in the the uh, Old Testament. So I mean, New Testament. Sorry, yeah. but uh, so today we're going to be talking about John the Baptist, aren't we? Yeah, John the Baptist. That's that's the place to start in the New Testament for sure. Yes, yeah, and uh, and Eric has prepared these notes that I've yeah. definitely not looked at. So uh, I'm just going to be kind of following along as, okay. as he tells us this story and doing yeah. my usual. I've noticed listening back to this thing while I edit how <laughs> ridiculously ADD I am during this, but <laughs> I'd like to tell you that I'm going to fix it, but I'm definitely not. No, so. <laughs> we're going to encourage it actually. Um, <clears throat> so, anyways, why don't you take it over, Eric, and we'll we'll begin this thing. Yeah, so John the Baptist, um, introducing here, the, really the introducer of Jesus. Um, 
John the Baptist is like just such an important figure in Christianity, mm-hmm. in the life of Jesus, in scriptures. And um, we often don't talk about him as much because, of course, he he really is the the at the beginning of all of the Gospels. All the stories with Jesus start with John the Baptist, but very quickly... All four of them? All, all four of them, nice. yeah. Yeah, he's like right there in the beginning part of... of just I should have like all six of them to see what yeah. you're <laughs> All eight of them? <laughs> uh, even the Gospel of Matt Kay, <laughs> written in 2021. Have you read any of the other Gospels that aren't canonized, like like Thomas and some of those? Yeah, I've, I've read some of those. Like, yeah. you, you can pretty clearly see when you read them like uh why they're not canonized like yeah and scholars will say like um like those uh gospels and, and they're written sort of by different folks mm-hmm. but like uh, much of them are much later some of them are written by like not actually christian sects like uh-huh. the gnostic sects and stuff like that who are appropriating the story of jesus for their own sort of uh, uh-huh. a religious Stuff and you can Weird. very clearly see like yeah. <laughs> the Jesus here is not the Jesus reflected in like the the Gospels. Of course, uh, that was our <laughs> gotta have the phone. Noise. I, I <laughs> At least it wasn't the, phone, the office phone. That's right. Did you unplug it? That's right. Yeah, I did. Oh wow, that's what I was doing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, look at you. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I have you slowly but surely implemented. <laughs> <laughs> We're so professional. Yeah, that's right. We really are. Have you have you read any of those Gospels? When like I, I could I could see this one fitting in. Um, so there, so there's one, uh, uh, sort of early Christian writing called the Proto-Evangelion of James. I'm sorry. That's not a real word. Yeah. Try I, again. I know. <laughs> that's what I said. Um, so go on about the Proto-Evangelion. So that extended typo that is the title of that book. <laughs> the Proto-Evangelion of James. And like that is, um, uh, very likely an authentic sort of Christian document and mm-hmm. it's probably, uh, got like good historical grounding as well, but it's not included as a gospel in the scriptures, or it's not included in the scriptures, not because it's not true or useful or, or beneficial, mm-hmm. but because it's not really about Jesus. Um, so it's 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 a, I mean it's obviously a bit about Jesus, but it's a lot about like uh, uh, the Virgin Mary and like her uh-huh. backstory and stuff like oh, that. That's kind of cool. A lot of the yeah the traditions yeah. that the church has about her come from from this book and and other traditions that are written down later. Is written um, by James like the James like yeah like okay. the the brother and or cousin of Jesus. Yes. Um, and so or, or that that's who the author purports to be. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, so, so that's, it's not that these documents are like not good. Like some Mm. of the ones that were considered scripture sometimes by Christians, um, Mm. but didn't actually make it into the sort of the final cut. There's Mm -hmm. a book called like the shepherd of Hermas. So like that, um, I've not read that one myself, but like, it's like, it's good. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh. When you look at the canon of scripture, really, it's very Christ-centered. And we think of that, even the Old Testament, being Christ-centered all the way through. And so it's just like, it's not that, it's not telling that part of the story. It might be a true story. No good news in the Well, the new, there's good news. It's all bad news. It's like pretty good news. (laughs) You know, like... It's just, it's mediocre. It just kind of lays there. It's It's like an echo. All right, well, I'm going to have to read the... Proto Viginellian. Yeah, that one. Degener- well, I don't know. If you <laughs> type that into Google, you yeah. probably know what you were James talking about. James Proto. Synthesized- Proto something. Or, uh, <laughs> mumble. Google's like, yeah, I know. We I know. know. Yeah, okay. Did you Here mean Proto Viginellian? <laughs> yeah. 
No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we can uh, yeah. get off that tangent. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, uh, John the Baptist. Who is John the Baptist? Uh, so, Mark 1 starts starts his story of Jesus, Mark Mark's reflection on Jesus, with John. Um, he says, in, in the beginning, or sorry, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, son of the son of God. And then he goes to a quote, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make his paths straight. And then the next line, John appeared, oh. baptizing in the wilderness hey. <laughs> and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. That was quick. So yeah, exactly. So Mark is clearly linking up this prophecy from Isaiah with John, and he's starting his uh, discussion, like his his gospel of Jesus, like telling the story of Jesus with with that um, transition. So so John, um, what we know historically about him is he's a famous person. Um, both at the time, like at the time that Jesus was doing his ministry, mm-hmm. he's more famous than Jesus in some ways. Whoa. Yeah, both at the time and after. Um, Josephus, who was like this ancient Jewish historian, mm. uh, he was a Roman citizen as well, and like wrote histories of of the Jews. Like he writes about Jesus of Nazareth, who like uh, was supposed to be the Messiah, was crucified by the Romans, right? Okay. Um, but he also writes a lot about John, and he writes more about John the Baptist than he does about Jesus oh. of Nazareth. So he's a John is a famous figure in the ancient world. Like he's a recognizable person. So jo- Josephus is like TMZ, and John the Baptist is yes. a Kardashian. Yes, that okay. is correct. Is that pretty much yep, what you're absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's right. Yep. I'm bringing it current. You know, yeah. we got to have these relative uh, uh, current analogies. Yeah. No, absolutely. To frame these discussions. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, how could people understand? Yeah. In every episode, <laughs> we're going to say who TMZ is and who is the Kardashian. In any given, you know, I know zero about the Kardashians <laughs> or TMZ. That's true. I'm just agreeing with you because I'm an agreeable person. So I don't know what. No. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. So, okay. So, so uh, John the Baptist, he's this really important person. He's so important that Luke includes a birth narrative for John. Not, you know, like a lot of our Christmas traditions, um, the thing, the readings we have at Christmas come from Luke. Luke really he's not just he wasn't an eyewitness mm-hmm. like uh, uh peter who's reflecting to mark to make the gospel of mark um and matthew is very much based on that mm-hmm. luke's like a historian he wants to go back and give some of the backstory he gives the backstory of jesus it's from luke where we get like um you know like the angels and the uh, um and the stable and mm-hmm. and uh Yoda, um, Jesus going Darth to Vader. yeah exactly Luke, that's right, right. Uh, <laughs> wrong Luke sorry. Jesus going to the temple when he's twelve like we don't get much like obviously Mark just starts like yeah. with John the Baptist like Jesus is grown he doesn't care about anything that came before it's that true. right that's true Luke gives the backstory but he also before Jesus's birth he gives the story of John's birth ah. um, which is also miraculous so so like his birth his dad's name is Zachariah he's this priest in the temple which means uh you know like he he goes it, there's a lot of priests it's like a hereditary thing in the temple he goes to burn incense in the temple it's his turn and he an angel appears to him and tells him that his wife's going to bear a son and he's like that's crazy mm-hmm. my wife is old 
like no and the angel's like well if you had read any of the scriptures you know <laughs> that old people giving birth is like pretty key to us the Jews so it's a good point <laughs> you have been like kind of how it shuts all began. his mouth exactly <laughs> so like Zachariah is mute and he's like you doubted what? it so like you can't talk now and so he like makes signs and makes it clear that there's been a prophecy and he can't talk he's he's uh, struck mute oh until gosh. his wife gives birth to John and so like this happens he goes home and like you know uh, its wife it, it gets pregnant we have doubting uh, Thomas but not doubting Zachariah Come I know on. it That's should very yeah, should it's not yeah, fair we should have a doubting Zachariah um, <laughs> he didn't even get penalized That's he's right. got a nickname <laughs> yeah and so um so so his his wife um uh um uh Elizabeth uh gets pregnant and when she's 6 month pr- 6 months pregnant mm-hmm. with um uh, with John is when the angel Gabriel comes to Mary. And so Mary then conceives via the Holy spirit, which is even more miraculous. It's like an intensification. It's like, Oh, you thought an old person getting pregnant was cool. Like <laughs> check this out, a virgin birth. Uh, <laughs> so like that happens. Then the first thing Mary does is run and visits her cousin Elizabeth. So they're, Guess they're what? related. Yeah. <laughs> And like, you um, won't believe this. Yeah. So this is called the visitation. (laughs) And so, um, so Mary has just conceived, uh, Jesus, um, you know, uh, Elizabeth is six months along with John the Baptist. And when they meet, uh, the John the Baptist in her womb starts jumping and leaping for joy. Like that's in, in the Lucan explanation there in, in Luke. And like, even this (laughs) already, so already like John is starting to like, promote proceed like celebrate the coming of jesus even when he's a little, little wee bitty very attuned fetus <laughs> i know seriously and it's actually it's really drawing on the old testament too uh, the same way mark was with the isaiah quote because when um so it's drawing on the scene where king david the mm-hmm. king that is the best king israel's ever had not that he was that great Uh, but he was the best they had right um uh he had a lot of flaws but jesus is like the new david right um that's what what ivy says about me as a dad yeah exactly you're the best dad i've ever (laughs) um so so dave king david uh, there's this scene in his rule where he leads the ark of the covenant into the temple it hasn't been in the in jerusalem or i'm sorry into jerusalem it hasn't been in jerusalem he didn't want it. It was like, I don't want, you know, God so close. It's yeah. scary. Like, I don't want to have to live up to that. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen Indiana Jones. And, uh, and so, but so he finally, he, uh, you know, he, he's, he's ready to bring it in. He brings it in. He's, he dances. Uh, he actually dances naked, oh. um, covered in oil, like uh, in front and like with a tambourine, basically all everyone's like he's has the whole city making music and he's like leading the procession in front of the Ark (laughs) of the Covenant into uh, into what will later be the temple into the tabernacle. And he's like just (laughs) dancing his heart out. Yeah. Last time I did that at church, I wasn't asked back. I know. That's right. Which is crazy (laughs) because it's it's in the Bible. Biblical. That's right. It's right there. (laughs) And then I stoned someone. And then yeah, (laughs) (laughs) one thing led to another. And here I am. It's all biblical. It's fine. All are welcome here. It's fine. Margaret's, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> True story. <sorry. laughs> 
So, um, so, uh, uh, so, 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 this is imitating that. Like, mm-hmm. G- or Mary, the, the Virgin Mary was known as the Ark, the New Ark of the Covenant in okay. the early church because she carried the Word of uh, God within uh, her, right? And so, John, symbolic. even like in in the womb, he's in Elizabeth's womb, is dancing as the the Ark of the Covenant comes close. Did he have a tambourine? The Word. Well, that's the question. <laughs> That really is the question that is raised. (laughs) Formed in the womb. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So, um, so anyway, so that he has an auspicious start to his life, John the Baptist. He gets born, and uh, Zachariah. So he gets uh, born. Yeah, that's right. Is that a weird? Oh, that's a biblical term. term, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) That's in the dictionary. It's like I was gonna make fun of you for saying that. I'm like, maybe that's a thing. (laughs) See, you never. It's a trick. It's a trick. No, you can make fun of me for saying that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a made-up word. He gets like, born like Proteus and Helium. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so he gets born, and um, Zachariah now all of a sudden can talk again because, like, the thing the data that came to pass, and he's so happy. Looking he's, at that kid, like, finally. Yeah, that's right. Oh, like his first my word. <laughs> Couldn't dance Looking your way out of there, like, boy. You thought the labor was long for you. <laughs> we all know guys have it worse. Yeah. 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 Right? Oh, yeah. man. Uh, We're just losing listeners now. Left, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we may have just lost our one listener. Yeah. So, um, if that star was a man, then. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, Zacharias sings this song, and it's all about um, you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. You will go before the Lord to prepare his way, give knowledge of salvation to his people, and the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. And that's just the end of the song. It's pretty good. So yeah. he, he, that's the first thing he says when his waiting. mouth <laughs> is open. Yeah, he, he was, so he was sitting there. He's like, oh, I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, and so that's the birth of all this happens before Jesus is even born. Yeah. Right. And so both Mark and, and Matthew and Luke mm-hmm. are making cl- a, a, a really clear connection between John the Baptist mm-hmm. um, and, and the Old Testament prophets like uh, he, they're connecting it. in. so John really is sort of the last of the Old Testament prophets sort of peeking into the New Testament. Yeah. And he's the first of the New Testament prophets. He's the hinge between sort of the time of expecting things, yeah. expecting the fulfillment of God's mercy and promise and all that stuff, and the fulfillment of it, which comes in Jesus. Nice. So, yeah, he's really cool. John Testament the Baptist. Yeah. yeah, he's the best hinge <laughs> ever. So, um, so yeah, so like... Um, he he his ministry appears in all four gospels it's in luke 3 mark 1 like i i quoted from the first chapter of john the third chapter of of matthew he's like just right there at the beginning he's out in the wilderness like the quote from isaiah said mm-hmm. he's preparing the way he's uh wearing um hair cloth and a leather belt and he's eating locusts and honey right out there in the desert he's does uh, it say why i mean why what? he's doing that yeah like yeah why it doesn't say so it doesn't say that because like so much of these kinds of questions like because it's the scripture doesn't say why but it is meaningful and you can like see why it wants you to ask that question and like sort of make the connection why um so he's dressed like elijah um elijah was one of the old testament prophets this is again is one of those 
anything about like the Old Testament prophets, like you're going to find something of it in in John the Baptist because mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. He's out in the wilderness. He's out in the desert. He's got like a strong preaching of repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out by the Jordan River, um, uh, which I'll get into in a minute. But like um, he's dressed that way because it recalls Elijah and in the prophecies of the Old Testament, Elijah has to come before the fulfillment of the promises, right? So he's making it clear, like um, the promises are coming, like the time of fulfillment is is coming now. Mm-hmm. Like the so he's sort of the new Elijah in that way. Uh. Um, he's also kind of the new Isaiah, right? Because he's doing the stuff Isaiah right. said. Um, so he's he's if, out there. If God yeah. decides to send us another yeah. prophet, he probably should choose a different tactic. Because that guy's going in the loony bin. I mean, he set the precedent now. This guy's just munching on a bug's head. Oh, yeah. Well, So let me tell you what's coming. (laughs) So the bug thing is interesting because, like, we think of it as like, oh, he's, that's gross. Yeah. Like, so, and so he is ascetic, right? Like, from the time he's born, he's supposed to be part of the Nazarite order, which means, like, he, that's why he doesn't cut his hair. So his hair is really long. Uh. He does, never cuts his hair. He doesn't drink alcohol. He abstains from alcohol. Um, you know, lifelong <laughs> celibate, all that kind of stuff. So oh he's an Lord. ascetic. But the locusts and honey is actually not a mark of his asceticism. Locusts were a delicacy, kind of like in Central America. You know, what? like, you can go and people will eat grasshoppers and ants and stuff like that. And, like, chocolate-covered ants and, like... It's not just a, like joke food or dare. It's like it's good, you know. Um, I I don't think I'd be able to do that, but okay. um, but it's considered like a delicacy. Similarly with locusts, and of course honey too is a delicacy. It's like rare. It's sweet. It's mm. what you use for candy. So like he's eating like I don't know. Pooh bear. What's pooh bear? Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know Boo Bear. Obviously, <laughs> he's eating like yeah. Boo Bear. Yeah, he is. He's like the whole point is he's out. I've been the... watching a lot of that lately. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I love Boo Bear. I really do. He's growing um, on me. Yeah, <laughs> Pooh Bear is not a John the Baptist figure. <laughs> Maybe he's half, half naked. Yeah, that's right. Oh wait, no, that was David. That was naked. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's man, right. it's cool. Sorry, John. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, John. No, but so the point is like he's eating like high class dessert out in the wilderness uh-huh. like he's That's like weird. he's out <laughs> there thought of it that, yeah, yeah yeah and and god is providing for him is the point like mm-hmm. he's he's away from all of like the hoity-toity society and yet he's being fed delicacies by god in in the desert does okay. that make sense yes it does yeah but this brings me to my next point which okay. is sure <laughs> i already can tell we're gonna run long yeah. <laughs> which we're gonna, we're gonna do it <laughs> okay if Okay, how much money? I, I go outside, yeah, and I grab a locust, yeah, cicada, no. whatever, off no. of a tree. No amount. What's your dollar? No there's, amount. There's nothing. No. To just take one bite out of it. <sighs> I don't Come on. Know. Okay, hundred bucks. No, no, not a hundred. It would. Close. It would literally be, have to be. I'm trying. I'm scaling down. Like I mean, the millions would work. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands would work. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I guess it would be in the tens of thousands. Of tens dollars. of thousands. Yeah. Okay. That because that I, I do not like bugs at all. I would don't, you rather? I don't like bugs when I'm not eating them. Would so you, I'm not okay. going to like what, them. What if you had to either get a thousand dollars for eating it or give a thousand dollars for not eating it? I would. <laughs> I guess it would. It would kind of depend on the bug and the situation. 
But I would give. There are definitely circumstances and bugs in which I would give a thousand dollars not to have to eat it. Yeah, I'm just th- yeah. like, just give me whatever sure. you have in your wallet. And I'm going to take a. Yeah, bite. Just, just give me your money. This is a robbery. <laughs> give me the bug. Give me the money. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm actually disgusted. But I don't know what my number would be either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. It's the crunch. No. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't like that stuff. Sorry. So anyways, now that yeah. we answer that hard hitting yeah, question, that's <laughs> right. Now we got that confirmed. So he anyway. So we he's out there. We know you're gross now. He's pretty <laughs> for a million dollars. People knew that already. <laughs> so he's he's in the desert. He's preaching repentance. He's the one. He's hardcore, right? He mm-hmm. like the Pharisees and all the other people come out to him to be baptized or at least to hear him preach. Mm-hmm. And he calls them a brood of vipers. And he's like, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? But he's not like just a, a you know, he's not super hard nosed. He's like, but bear fruit worthy of repentance. You know, like mm-hmm. he's like, you guys are the jerks here. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I never thought you guys would come out and see me and like want, want to repent. I thought you guys were beyond that. But he's like, and yet, you know, barefoot worthy of repentance. So he, he, um, he's, he's not shy about telling people mm-hmm. that um, things are not right in Israel. Things are not right in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, even the people who um, he sees as responsible for that, or at least participating in it, he's like, all right, but you guys can come too. Just do do the right thing from here on out. So his message is is a renewing the kingdom message, right? He's baptizing people. He's got the Elijah image, right? And mm-hmm. Elijah comes before the big renewal. He's got the prophetic image. He's out there. He's preaching repentance, brood of vipers, all that kind of stuff. He's got the wilderness image, which is like, that's where the Jews came through the wilderness for 40 years, right? Wandering. Mm-hmm. Um, he's baptizing in the Jordan. The Jordan is the river, of course, that all the Jews came through to inhabit the promised land. Um, and so when he's baptizing people in the Jordan, he's it's sort of like a we're starting over. It's like hitting the reset button. Okay. He, we're, the kingdom of God was supposed to be established here in this promised land. We're going to renew it. And so we're all going to come through the Jordan again. It's going to be like a new leaf, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what this, the symbolism is there nice. uh, that he's, he's doing. So he's, like I said, he's very famous in like history, not just amongst Christians, amongst Jews and pagans. Like um, everyone is coming to see him, right? The scriptures say like everyone from Jerusalem, Judea is coming out to like hear this guy preach. Like a Kardashian. Baptized. Like a Kardashian. Yes. Yep. Yes, we bring yep. it right back around. Yes, to so what the matters. people are like Kanye West, and they are drawn <laughs> oh, to him. Like you yeah. said, you didn't know the Kardashians. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I mean, I know hip hop. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> um, so, every, so yeah, everyone's coming, even the Pharisees, and even eventually Jesus, right? Which oh, is yeah. where uh, the, this is the setting to the begin Jesus's ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus comes and he gets baptized. Um, it's not uh, explicit in um, like John do- doesn't actually mention his baptism, though he mentions he's out there with John the Baptist, but in all three other gospels, the baptism is like central to the beginning of Jesus's ministry mm. um, because he goes there and remember he's John the Baptist's cousin, um, but he shows up and gets baptized and the heavens are opened, a dove descends upon 
Jesus, like a literal dove, like a well, that floats down. Yeah, exactly. Well, like a <laughs> like that feather at the beginning of Forrest the scriptures Gump. say the spirit descends like a dove. So uh, I don't know what that means. Does that ooh, mean like like in the spirit? manner of a dove? Yeah, or, like or does it look dove? like a dove? Right. Ooh. Um. So, so a voice comes from heaven mm-hmm. that says, "This is my son, my beloved." With whom I am well pleased. And there is a question sort of like that we might have. Who sees this? Because like in the different accounts, it's kind of ambiguous uh, um, as to who sees this. Does everyone see this? Uh, Does just Jesus see this happening? Mm -hmm. Or does just John see this happening in the gospel of John? Not John the Baptist, but John the Apostle. Mm -hmm. uh, John says like, I saw the dove ascending on him, right? Um, And like it, it appears in that gospel, like no one else knows what he's talking like he's, he's just telling some people like i saw that um so like so so there that's a little ambiguous but that's the beginning of jesus ministry um uh, here and so jesus goes off you know to be tempted and john just continues baptizing nice. people he's like um he's really amazed he sees he sees jesus and he's like oh this is the one this is the one who i've been preparing the way for this is the lamb of god Right, the uh, the Lamb of God, and um, mm-hmm. but John, he he doesn't become a disciple of Jesus. He stays. He does his work. He continues to baptize people, preaching repentance. He has his own disciples who are helping him in this work. Um, in John three, the Gospel of John three, mm-hmm. um, both it it like it seems there's this incident where like. Jesus and his followers are baptizing people too, mm-hmm. near where John is doing some baptizing, and um, and his like. Uh, Do they have like a Jets and Sharks kind of war? Well, his, John's <laughs> disciples ask John the Baptist, Lots of like, and what's dancing. going on with this guy who's baptizing? You know, like what what's, what's happening? Yeah, on? exactly. They're they're kind of like, oh, is someone moving on our business? And that and John the Baptist testifies about Christ in that moment, and he's like. Yes, like he's doing his thing. Um, his time has come, and I'm a, he must increase, Man. and I must decrease, right? It's, it's like, the shortest turf war ever. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, John the Baptist <laughs> is not having it. Uh, so he knows Jesus in some way that other people don't. Like he's he's in on, on the ministry Jesus is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he sort of goes off and keeps doing his thing through Jesus' ministry. So maybe, maybe yeah. you already said this. And I wasn't listening because you know how that yeah. happens. But <laughs> was it, does it say how John knew all of this stuff? Like, did was was he spoken to? Was just in him already? Like, does it right. does it say any of this? No, I mean not exactly because we don't. Because like I said, you know, John was more famous probably publicly mm-hmm. for at least for a while there. Um, but the gospels aren't really about John, right? Um, so it's I mean. Like the, the angel came to his mom. That's right. Luke does give some some <laughs> yeah. info, but um, but you know, like it seems like the way I read mm-hmm. about John the Baptist in the Gospels, it seems like he knew his purpose, mm-hmm. right? Like, and um, Just he went out. Him. Yeah, that's right. And and so he went out, and he had his sort of orders from God, and he may have had mystical experiences, angels. We don't know, mm-hmm. um, but like he he was pretty dead somehow set. he like, knew yeah. i'm supposed to go i'm supposed to yell at people i'm supposed to baptize them locusts and honey right one locusts two three this is the magic formula for old john the baptist um and so he's doing that um but like um uh, uh, but it's clear that from like the gospel of john the apostle uh mm-hmm. 
just to distinguish, because um, a lot of Johns back in the day, yeah. by the way, a very popular name, um, but uh, that that he did have some sort of insight into who Jesus was yeah. in or around his baptism. Like he was like, he did experience, either, either everyone experienced who happened to be there or Jesus and John, but John definitely like uh, saw Jesus as the son of God, mm-hmm. the lamb of God, right? Which may have been a surprise to him, uh, even though it was his cousin, um, mm-hmm. but like it may have not been a surprise. So we don't really know, you know that. <laughs> okay. But uh, but it it seems to me like it was, mm-hmm. like because um, as as we'll sort of get into as we get to the end of John's ministry and life, which gets mentioned in the Gospels too. Mm-hmm. Um, later, he's he's almost like doubting. Um, he's oh. like, what's 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 going on, Jesus? Like, man, yeah, <laughs> didn't know everything, John. Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, and prophets <laughs> don't, you know, prophets in the Old Testament, yeah. they don't know everything. Yeah, they get their true. instructions or whatever it is, and that's it, mm-hmm. um, for for the most part. Okay, so yeah, so that answers so, my question, kind of. Okay, <laughs> cool, good. <laughs> Pass the I'll test. let you off the hook. Yep. So now, which uh, John are we? No, <laughs> yeah. So he, um, so so we'll bring John to the Baptist story to end here. Then okay. um, he he his ministry preceded Jesus's, but it doesn't um, last longer than Jesus. He gets uh, into a lot of political trouble and oh, wow. eventually is is killed um, for for his ministry. So, like I said, he's very popular, very famous. Lots mm-hmm. of people joining him. Lots of disciples. Um, he repeatedly says he's not the one he's not going to come and overthrow everything but he's proclaiming the uh, one remember like in that those days the messiah was seen as a political figure mm-hmm. as much as a spiritual figure who's going to make us right with god make G- or make the make israel right with god but by doing that by kicking out their enemies and these foreign influences mm-hmm. um who had like corrupted their faith and and practice and economy and all these all these things so uh, he says he's not the one but the herod is the king of mm-hmm. this province of of uh, uh that is over israel and he herod is like not he's like a pretender to the throne right no one really respects herod <laughs> he has the authority to govern given to him by the roman empire mm-hmm. so he's like sort of a puppet dictator okay. essentially um, and so Herod's always worried about people who are going to overthrow him because he's like <laughs> he's like a quarter Jewish on his mother's side, mm. and like he's just a convenient. So his the dynasty that that he was part of like is convenient way for for Rome to have a friendly ruler in place. Gotcha. Um, and so John the Baptist is becoming this powerful moral voice in. A threat. Um, yeah, and and so he's mm-hmm. a he's a threat. So in we get the story of this in this in the Gospels too. Um, it's pretty cool. Matthew eleven and uh, Matthew chapter eleven, chapter fourteen. Um, we hear he's publicly criticizing the king, King Herod, mm-hmm. because Herod had married his brother's wife or brother's ex-wife. You know, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was you weren't supposed to do that. Oh. Like, uh, you know, unless they died, and then you were supposed to do that. Actually, oh, in Levitical boy. law, it's very <laughs> complicated. But you know, his brother was still alive, <laughs> and like he just you know married his brother's wife mm-hmm. and so uh, it, this is one of the things where like uh john the baptist is like you brood of vipers corruption in our <laughs> in our even the king is like married to his brother's wife and like that's you know really immoral and and whatnot mm-hmm. um and so um and so i should mention his wife his brother's wife's name was herodias 
and his name was Herod what? or <laughs> something like that. Um, and his his brother's wife had a daughter um, uh, named who's unnamed in the New Testament, but who we uh, who historians uh, identify as Salome which becomes a play. Oscar Wilde writes a play called Salome about this whole event. And you'll see why, because it's like really exciting. Sounds like if Nick Jr. existed back then, there would yeah, be a show no. called Herod and Herodias. It's true. No, and this <laughs> is cartoon. like, this is a very dramatic thing that happened. It's an interesting story in scripture. So, so he's criticizing the king. Herod has him arrested, taken to jail, basically in his palace or the dungeon or whatever. <clears throat> but he's afraid to kill him because he's so popular, mm-hmm. right? Um, and But even though he wanted to kill him because he saw him as like this threat, once he had him arrested, he was like, okay, it's fine now. He liked to go like talk to John the Baptist yeah. and like hear what he was saying. He would like get advice <laughs> from him. Like he wouldn't let him go, but like he would talk to him uh, according to one of the accounts in the scriptures. Um, and and uh, but his wife. So who, it's like Joe Biden talking to Kim Kardashian. So. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. And then Jill Biden. <laughs> so Herodias, though, his wife, who was his actually his brother's wife that he's married to, yeah. um, uh, is does is not liking John the Baptist. Oh. It's like kill him. Like oh, wow. she's really offended, right? Because okay. she's you know being called basically a harlot. Um, oh. in, in front of everyone. And so she she's like, <laughs> why did I marry the king if yeah. he can't kill my enemies for me, right? <laughs> so she really wants her husband to kill him. Yeah. But he's like, no, I don't want to do that. It's going to mm-hmm. cause too much trouble. Got him in jail. It's fine. So mm-hmm. she basically concocts this scheme, mm-hmm. court politics scheme to get him killed. Um, and it's in this time when John the Baptist is in prison that he sends some of his disciples to Jesus to ask if he's really the one or not. Because he mm-hmm. had this experience where he was like, Jesus, he's the son of God. He's the one. He's the one we've been waiting for. He's the one I've been proclaiming right. and making the way for. But like, obviously, like here in jail, he's like, any day he could be executed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you... Are, are you gonna like? Are you really the one? Are right. you gonna do something about this? Like no one yeah. thought that you know. Like everyone thought of the Messiah as a great victor. So right. like, if the Messiah is here, whip up an army, come kill this you know pretender to the throne, free me. Yeah, I'll, I'm the prophet. You're the king. We're you know this yeah. all makes sense. Like that's the story. What's mm-hmm. what's happening? They're so, about to literally kill the messenger. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's not good. <laughs> It says, don't kill the messenger. Yeah, it's a yeah, thing. That's a thing. <laughs> so Jesus, he sends his disciples to ask Jesus if he's really the one. And Jesus quotes Isaiah again to John's disciples. He says, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear and the dead are raised up. And the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. And this, again, is quoting Isaiah back uh, to John the Baptist. And he's mm-hmm. saying the proof is in the pudding. Like the things are happening. Like things aren't developing quite as you thought they would. Mm-hmm. And this gets to, too, again, like prophets, they're not psychics, right? They don't know mm-hmm. everything that's going to happen. They have their purpose. Specific message. And, kind yeah, of. that's right. And yeah. oftentimes it gets them killed or beaten or something like that. And this is what's happening with John the Baptist. He'd so John pretty, is pretty like, convicted. Be, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, He was literally very convicted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have this thing I need to say, but it sounds like mm, it's a lot yeah. of work. I don't know. People probably won't like, I'm good. That's right. You know what? It's fine. I'm going to need to ask someone else. Yeah. <laughs> 
but but apparently john is like comforted by uh-huh. this right and and like um so that's that's okay he he um he's like all right if this is the way this is the way then um so so the court intrigue continues mm-hmm. um the daughter salome the stepdaughter of of herod um goes to her uh stepfather and his drinking buddies when they're like drinking one mm-hmm. night basically at a feast and is like, hey, uh, do you want me to dance for you? And it's like implied. It's what like, <laughs> I know, I know. It's like very, like this is not, his palace is not a good place. Right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a sleazy bar, essentially. They didn't like have, this is John the Baptist's problem with it. It's they didn't like, have paper money either. So there's just yeah, throwing coins at her. <laughs> that's pretty much, yeah. It, well, that's the thing is he's like, oh yeah, I want, I definitely want you to dance. I will give you anything you want. Even up to half my kingdom, which is like a way of saying like coin bruises. You get your wish, you know, like dance for us. And yeah, exactly. So so they don't throw coins because she's going to oh, get okay. this wish gotcha, from gotcha. the king. Um, but she, so she dances for mm-hmm. them and everyone's like, oh, yeah. Um, and like, again, the implication is like it's she's like sort of sexually enticing mm-hmm. uh, all these these guys and, and including her stepfather. Wait, how old is, is she supposed to be? Uh, that it doesn't it doesn't say it doesn't say. But um, a young weird goings on like, back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of thing John the Baptist would hate. <laughs> He's in his cell, like, see, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> see, I told you. <laughs> and so um, she extracts this promise from her stepfather, mm-hmm. from the king, just by whatever dancing. she pleases by dancing. That's, that's right. Awesome. This is common for kings. Women to be have like, so much power. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had a certain kind of power in those days. Um, <laughs> Um, not political power, yeah. though, of course. We're so weak. Yeah. Men are weak. The, well, Herod especially. And this yeah. is part of the thing is like, you know, he's a false king. He's, yeah, he's true. morally weak and that... Le- anyway. Mm-hmm. So so basically, she prom- she makes him promise before she tells him what she wants. And so he promises in front of everyone. So now he's bound by it. And so afterwards, she asks for the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Jeez, um, man. It, that, that's in the gospel. And then Oscar Wilde's little play makes it into like a silver platter. Ooh. Very dramatically. <laughs> it's like on a Game of Thrones stuff. Platter. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It is exactly like Game of Thrones stuff. <laughs> so now, even though he didn't want to, and he tries to argue her out of it, like, yeah. no, not this, anything else, please. Like, let me give you whatever, some, something else. She's like, no, on a silver platter. The head of John the Baptist. That's what I want. Why is, and so he why goes, is Herod always killing people despite not wanting to? Uh, well, you know, well that's that's kind of the thing, right? So like he does I mean, it. I guess if I have he to. cuts the head off and like gives it to them on the silver platter like they want him. But it's akin to Jesus's death too, right? And this is the point that this is what's being revealed by that, both by him and Pontius Pilate, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're both people of authority. Mm-hmm. They don't really... They know it's wrong. They know it's the wrong thing to do. They know they're not right. <laughs> yeah. They know they're not morally correct in any of this. But they're corrupted by their fear. Mm-hmm. They're corrupted by their lust in the case of Herod. Mm-hmm. They're cannot corrupted by gluttony and court intrigue and wanting to hold on to power and all these things. And so like these... Gluttony is not actually a sin. I've looked into it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. sorry. Strike. Yeah. We'll cut that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, all these, yeah, so just like Pilate was by fear and cowardice, Mm -hmm. sort of like uh, afraid of the the Jewish leaders, there'd be a revolt, he'd lose his power, authority. Mm -hmm. Um, He does what he knows is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So, so does uh, Herod. And that's what's being revealed is like the corruption 
of the leaders in this this uh, this regime regime. So so that that's how John the Baptist finally comes to his end. That's crazy. Um, he continues being really famous, like I said. And um, uh, when Jesus gets famous, uh, people are actually like Herod in one account is afraid in the in the Gospels is afraid that Jesus is John the Baptist come back from the dead. Oh, so like, like he, he believed he was a holy man when he killed that's him. Crazy. So now he's afraid. Like, uh, and he's risen from the dead. Uh, and then some others, like other people think that, but Herod's like, no, it's not him. But um, so, so yeah, so John, that's John the Baptist. Like that's him. Um, uh, his, his story. Uh, that's a cool story. Uh, from birth to death. I mean, yeah. Kind of yeah. cool and sad, I guess. I yeah. A little bit sad. A little bit sad. But yeah. But he's like he is this powerful figure who really, you know, um, makes the way, makes yeah. the way for Jesus. Started the whole thing off. Yep, that's right. Kicked it off. New Testament, Kicked boom. Yeah, We'd, we wouldn't have it without him. Yeah, I don't know. Probably would, but well, he played a uh, pretty crucial role. There. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have the first couple chapters. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And without those, you don't have anything, right? That's right. Yeah. Can't just, Where does can't it go just start in the middle? Well, it, it kind of gets to like, some people ask why, like, why did Jesus come when he did? You know, like why, you know, we talked about Genesis last time. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Jesus come right with Adam and Eve are there? Yeah. And like, He's like redeem hey everyone, you know? <laughs> um, and But you can look back and kind of see like, what would Jesus... So let's say, you know, we go back to Moses' day. And instead of Moses, Jesus just comes is born instead at that time mm-hmm. what would it have meant to people if he had died on a cross if the his exact same ministry was carried out he healed people then he died on a cross and he was resurrected like mm. people would not have known it's what true. that meant they like the jews would not have had the experience of the wilderness and the promised land mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had an experience of a king uh who was not good enough and then you know like the experience of babylon and needing to be redeemed that's crazy like, so like the 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 context that Jesus ministry takes place in is really important. And so you can see like you needed all those experiences that the Jews went through Mm -hmm. for thousands of years uh, as sort of like the tinder so that the spark could take flame so that people could actually see what this meant. Mm -hmm. And so John really embodies that whole history and like bringing that tinder around where the spark is going to be lit um, in the life and ministry of Jesus, like it, it would have been amazing to people if Jesus, if a, a man had come, born of a virgin, did miracles, died, and was resurrected. But what would that mean unless no you had, yeah, yeah. All, the, all that context mm-hmm. and meaning? Uh, so, so it's kind of like when Kim Kardashian. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So that is awesome. I think we're going to talk about baptism and all like, baptismal covenant. We may not have time for that because okay. uh, you know we. Well, it's just John we'll the do, Baptist uh, was just so awesome. Quick, quick cliff notes. Yeah, in the Episcopal Church. Yeah, we do infant baptism. That's right. A little sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah, on the head. Okay, as as lightning as you can. Yeah. Why don't we do the full dip? Why don't we do adult baptism? Sure. Well, actually, well, I guess you could. Yeah, no, yeah. we do because we do do all of yeah. those. I said, oh, do, you do. do. We'll do, have do. to cut that part out. No, too. keep yeah. it. <laughs> um, no, this guy so says, yeah, do do and eats bugs. Yeah. <laughs> we we baptize with the infant sprinkling. Uh-huh. Um, we baptize full immersion if you want to with the baby or with an adult. 
Um, so, so yeah, we baptize in all the ways. Basically, the only rules we have for baptism are um, for the ceremony part uh-huh. is uh, that you're baptized in water okay. and in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, and that, of course, that there's intent on the person being baptized, mm-hmm. either their own personally or on their behalf by their parents, right? If they're, uh, they're an infant. Okay. So, like... Um, so we could so do it anyway. That's the magic sort of formula mm-hmm. there. Um, and, of course, you know, like... It's 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 actually like baptism is our sort of a most broadest sacrament in that you know it's usual for a priest or a bishop to do it that's mm-hmm. normal but like in an emergency circumstance any baptized Christian can baptize anyone what? as long as they have water and in the name of Father Son and Holy Spirit so not like rose petals in I the name have, of Zeus I have those things like, like all the time yeah exactly so I can just go around baptizing you could in could. an emergency situation it's always an emergency yeah and uh, assuming <laughs> the person wants to be baptized oh uh, yeah I was that, gonna drive by baptized puts a hitch in it right there yeah <laughs> just shoot him with a water gun exactly it's like I'm saving souls for the kingdom <laughs> evangelizing <laughs> yeah wouldn't it be so much easier but so yeah, so so we do it all. So so that's all that. that so infant sprinkling, uh, like the <laughs> little dip, uh, fulfills that. And uh, you know, going into a pool fulfills that. I baptized um, people in like those little uh, like sort of. They look kind of like horse troughs, you know, the silver yeah, oval shaped yeah, yeah, yeah. ones with like uh-huh. that you put ice and beer into. Yes, at bars. I know. Baptize people in those, <laughs> uh, and like baptize people in little fonts. So. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's cool. baptism. Well, all right. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we can get to the listener question. Okay, great. All right. So it comes from Karen in San Antonio. Sweet. That's where we are. That that's... is where we are. <laughs> she could be here. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually right next. Say hi. Karen. <laughs> uh, she asks, when and why is the sign of the cross made? Yeah, that's a really great question. And like, um, for lots of folks, um, especially in the States or people who are raised more Protestant, mm-hmm. the sign of the cross, which is when you take your hand and you like sort of touch your head and like kind of your belly or chest and then uh, your left shoulder, right shoulder. And you've seen that on TV. Everyone knows what sign yes. is. Yes. Okay. Don't have to explain that. Austin Powers um, has a saying about it that I can't probably say on oh, this podcast. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. It helps me you remember. Can't say that. <laughs> Just Google Austin yeah. Powers sign of the cross. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to keep the explicit thing off. It of this actually podcast. is safe for work. It's just not safe for my work. Yeah. Here. So, uh, True story. It's pretty clean, but yeah. we're still we're just it's, not going to go there. Clinical. This is a family it's podcast. Clinical. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, pa- the the sign of the cross uh-huh. is um, it's actually not. We kind of think of it often. It's like that's a Catholic thing, and like protestants don't do that but it's actually really universal um or not just limited to the roman catholics (laughs) yeah that's true exactly so it's not just a roman catholic thing obviously like the eastern orthodox do it lots and lots of episcopalians and anglicans use it and then other sort of protestants as well Mm -hmm. the the sign of the cross what it is is really it's a physical prayer so like in the same way that like i might like when i pray kneel down Mm-hmm. That's part of the physicality of prayer or put my hands together um, folded in front of me. That's part of the physicality of prayer. It helps me sort of get into a prayerful place. Mm-hmm. And the sign of the cross, which is like 
it makes the sign of a cross uh, is is a symbol. It's a way of communicating mm -hmm. um, in the same way that speaking to God is. It's like sign language to God. Mm -hmm. um, it's also, you know, when a lot of people, when they make it, they'll say that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it sort of invokes the Trinity mm -hmm. over yourself. So it's a prayer. It's a way of praying without words um, in a little language. And so people can make really the sign of the cross anywhere they want to, anytime they want to. Um, it, anytime you want to make a prayer and you don't have the words for it. I used to do it whenever I drive by some roadkill on the side of the road. I don't know why I road just kill. had this. Yeah. I just had this, I'd be sad. Like because an armadillo? The, yeah. Armadillo <laughs> or a cat or a dog or, you know, yeah. like a deer. I'd be sad because the thing died. And so I wouldn't really want to, didn't know how to pray or whatever, but so I'd make the sign of the cross. And I still do now more with You're like softy. Those it's true, it's true. Soft heart. Man, uh, look at you. Uh, had those little you know those little crosses by the side of the road where people have died in mm -hmm. accidents. I'll often just make a sign of the cross there. And it's just it's an unconscious prayer or an unspoken prayer huh. of like rest in peace, you know, like um of of just acknowledging my sadness uh, um or acknowledging my care for that whatever had happened there to god Man, um you're such a nicer person than me <laughs> only <laughs> only in sign language oh, okay yeah. i drive by my like, words are as biting as john the baptist so uh <clears throat> just get too logical yeah. about it <laughs> so so there are also a few different places in mm -hmm. church where people make the sign of the cross mm -hmm. people often make them when we pray for the dead Right. Mm. In that same kind of rest and peace thing. Mm -hmm. Or when we talk about the resurrection, because the resurrection is what it's of the body. And so it, it has to do with our death and resurrection. So we're sort of blessing ourselves, putting that sign of the cross that we hope uh, when we die, we'll die with Christ and be raised with him to everlasting life. Um, and then there whenever and whenever like a lot of people will make it at the end of church when the priest makes the blessing. Um, because it's made in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, people will cross themselves. So because it's Trinitarian in that way, a lot of uh -huh. times whenever Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are mentioned all together, mm -hmm. that's a time when people will cross themselves. And it's sort of a way of just like connecting to the communal prayers, in. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those prayers, they're not just things, it's not just like me mm -hmm. praying as the priest over on the side. It's I'm saying the words, but we as a united body are saying them together. So those kinds of, you know, you can call them pieties or little practices, personal mm -hmm. practices um, are important for folks to connect yeah. to what's going on. It's like, yeah, yeah, God, I'm saying that too. I like affirm that, you yeah. know? <laughs> which is what amen means. Right. Means, right? Like amen. That's the same thing. So, <laughs> so that's sort of like a summary of when and where the sign of the cross is made uh, over yourself. A priest will make it also when blessing things. And so, again, it's like a matchy matchy kind of thing. Matchy like, matchy. <laughs> I make it doing the motion. So, other people make the motion over themselves when they're receiving that blessing. We make it over the bread and the wine. When it's being blessed, um, because again, we're, we're trying to make visible something that's happening that is invisible. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's the same when we make it over ourselves just personally. Like God is with us. God loves us. God is blessing us mm -hmm. always. God is reaching out to us in that self-sacrificing love of the cross that he makes known to us in the cross. So anytime we want to, we can make that sign of the cross because we're making visible something that is invisibly always happening, which is God's love and blessing for us. Like Jesus, when he was baptized, the voice that says, 
uh, behold my child, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Mm. That's something God is always yelling down to all of us all the time. Yeah. And that's why we get baptized because it's the outward sign, the visible sign of that inward grace, that invisible grace that um, that was made known in Jesus. Cool. Yeah. And does it does it matter left, right, first? No. Up, down, left, right? No. So like you'll see in That's the like East. A, like a and cheat on, code. Yeah, yeah. In Europe, they'll often do it up, down, right, left. Whoa. And then in America, oftentimes up, down, right, left, right. So, up, so it, down, it doesn't down, matter left, though. Right, and you can right. make different signs with your hands too. You can like squeeze your thumb to your first two fingers and that sort of represents the Trinity. And then like your fingers represent the dual nature of Christ or oh like gosh. the Roman Catholics do it with an open hand, which symbolizes the open hand of God. Um, but you know, again, these are just made up things pretty much to be like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hand. Well, I may as well be something meaningful to me. Right? Like yes. again, these we're constructing our prayers. Like God doesn't care either way. Like whatever it symbolizes to us, he accepts, you know? So uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, so, I, I Hope that was helpful, we've, Karen. We've answered the question. <laughs> yeah. If not, Father Eric will be writing a 19-page essay. That's right. On yes. it to post on our website. Exactly. We have a website. Yeah. Oh, hey. I mean, it just goes to our anchor page where we have this thing hosted, but it's still a website. Afterthelikeness.com. If you're like want to want to spread this thing to somebody and you don't know what platform they have it on and they can't yes. search it, just tell them to go to afterthelikeness.com and it'll have a list of everywhere they can find this thing. Yeah. Excellent. So hey, that's news. That is news. news. That is news. And I, I guess I have one. Can I make a little announcement before we end up here? Or? Um, we're at an hour. So oh, I'm just immediately. <laughs> everyone, turn off your phones. It's fine. I'll just cut out the middle part about John the Baptist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll we'll actually free up a lot of time. So I uh, just wanted to make an announcement. I wanted to thank everyone for sending in your questions. Yes. Um, uh, we were featuring them at the end, but we've also gotten some questions that are like a bit longer, bulky. Yeah, bulky. Mm-hmm. Like it, they could Meaty. be some of them could be episodes in and of themselves, which we may yeah. do with some. But uh, so our next episode, Help we're actually meet. not going to have a th- particular theme. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a mailbag episode to go through some of those bigger questions, meteor questions. Um, and so that's something we're going to, I think we're going to do more often. So please feel free. Uh, please keep your questions coming. Please send us whatever emails you like, insults, compliments, like mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We can deal with it. Don't worry. Tell us all the things we got wrong. Yeah. Oh, please. Yes. Please so do. So we can come back and either be corrected or correct you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Or do it worse <laughs> on purpose. <clears throat> or that. Yeah. But so keep those questions yes. coming. We really appreciate them. I know. And if you can, if you like what you're hearing so far... Um, please do like um, us if that's an option on your um, on the format yeah. you're listening to. But um, for a lot of you listening on like Apple Podcasts, if you could give us a review, preferably a five star review, yeah, um, that really helps other people five or find the product. Yeah. yeah, five or no- <laughs> yeah, five or don't do it. Just <laughs> turn like, it off and pretend you never if, heard if it. You could, yeah, go and just click five stars. And if you have the heart, like to type in your little phone like what you like about the podcast that really helps other people find this podcast so i want to thank everyone who's listened we've had such a great response and who's sent in um emails to us and questions to us please keep those coming Mm -hmm. uh, because we will be using all of them as as much as we can anything you sent us we will be uh using 
in upcoming episodes. So Adam, if you're listening, that includes you. I know I mentioned you last time that we'd answer your question, but (laughs) yours is a bulky one. So it's, it's, yeah, it's going, that's coming up next episode. (laughs) Yep. Next episode, we will be, we'll just be answering questions. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it should be. It should be. All right. Well, we almost kept it under an hour. Pretty much. I'll just cut some out and we'll make it. That's right. (laughs) So I guess that's it for today. Awesome. We'll see you in a couple weeks, right? Yep. All right. Two weeks. Two weeks on the dot. Actually, maybe less since we're recording late. That's right. Yeah. Pretty much don't trust anything. Yeah. Just when you see it, you see it. Okay. (laughs) We'll get there when we get there. It's free. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I'm Matt Kitchen. And I'm Father Eric. And this is After the Likeness. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>